Hey, I'm Derek Watts, and this is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Here you will find in-depth stories on the issues that matter, while we also bring you exclusive interviews and analysis to help you better understand the stories behind the headlines. So turn up the volume and settle in. It's an open secret. Firearms and ammunition going missing under the very noses of the police. With weapons in the care of the SAPS among the 9,000 reported stolen or missing each year, it is any wonder violent crime stats continue their upward curve. Masake Ghana goes in search of South Africa's missing guns. Violent crime, a daily curse, and one that's worsening. Every year, more than 9,000 guns are reported stolen or missing, and around 8,000 guns are traded illegally in South Africa. It's a scary number and can explain why almost 30 people are shot and killed in our country every day. There is nothing as frightening as staring down the barrel of a criminal's gun and nothing as disturbing as finding out that it came from a police evidence room. About a year and a half ago, we were hijacked right outside this complex. We drove in over here, arrived at this little intercom machine over here. A guy came out of the bushes with a gun. The next minute, a shot went off and my driver just put the car into reverse and he reversed all the way up the road till over the speed hump when the car stalled. And that's when I realized that he had been injured. What we discovered was the bullet, which was found in the car, was a full metal jacket, which was a police issue. Thousands of illegal firearms flood the streets every year. Recently, Police Minister Begik Dele admitted that most of these weapons come from police stations but how does that even happen? A report in March this year revealed that 7,331 firearms and 10 million rounds of ammunition were either stolen or lost by the police in the past decade. But that's what we know of. It's estimated that there are around 2.5 million illicit firearms doing the rounds in South Africa. But nobody really knows for sure. We can't actually say how many firearms are going missing from SAP's 13 stores, evidence stores, armories, but evidence suggests that it is significant. These evidence stores are called 13 stores, and inside them there are arms seized from criminals and there are guns handed in by licensed gun owners during amnesty or when a gun is no longer needed by its owner. Jenny Irish Koboshiani has spent 20 years researching organized crime for several organizations, including the police. Now she's a researcher at the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime and the author of several reports that provide frightening insight into the state of firearms control. I think our firearms control is not working. It's dysfunctional. Historically, a lot of our firearms came across the borders and from conflict zones. But more and more we're seeing firearms coming into the illicit firearm market from domestic sources. And having a dysfunctional firearms control system is obviously contributing to that. 
At last count, the state owns around 1.3 million firearms, and more than half of these are owned by the military and the police. The rest are with correctional services and other government agencies. It amounts to a potentially unlimited supply of deadly weapons. And the numbers just keep climbing. So now they have the keys for the safe room, mm. right? Christopher Rulofsar has been somewhat of a celebrity in the firearms and hunting world for 25 years. He runs his own blog and is frequently called upon as an expert by specialist media. In 2019, he decided to open his own specialist firearms store on a small holding farm in eastern Pretoria, never knowing the dark days that lay ahead. The moment when the building was completed, the dealership moved stock to the facility. And on the day, we were informed that we are no longer welcome on the land. As a matter of fact, we got locked out. And why is that? That is a total mystery. Christopher's nightmare was about to unfold. A captain informed me that I need to come out to the facility immediately, made various accusations regarding illegal firearms. The police shut him down before he could open his doors because his landlord accused him of having illegal guns. I inquired about a search warrant. I was informed that if they wanted a search warrant, they could get it in no time. The police took all the firearms away in an unmarked vehicle and according to Christopher, it was his landlord's delivery bucky that carried the haul. They carted everything away, including Christopher's paperwork that kept detail of each of the weapons in stock. We provided them with all the registers so they could check the firearms against the registers. They refused to do that. Every time when I questioned anything, I was threatened with arrest. We've all heard stories of the police being weaponized before. And this may be one of those scenarios, but it gets worse. The firearms that were confiscated from here, all 528 of them have gone missing in action too. The firearms were supposed to be taken to a police station down the road, but Christopher says they never arrived and there's no paper trail for any of this. State entities and state government departments are supposed to follow certain procedures and that just isn't happening. When firearms are seized or handed into a police station, they're supposed to be logged, sent to and tested by forensics if need be, and then onto a central provincial armory as soon as possible. It's still a manual process, despite more than 300 million rand that was spent on developing an electronic process almost 10 years ago that has never switched on fully. Managing firearms at the police starts on paper, and sometimes, just like case dockets, they may disappear. We visited a gun dealership in Vitbank where owner Andrew Souten and Jonathan Fisher, the chairperson of the SA Gun Dealers Association, reached the end of their patience with the antiquated system the police still use to manage dangerous weapons. It creates a myriad of loopholes. So many, in fact, that it's like a sieve. Anybody who wants to create illegal firearms to give firearms to the criminal element can do so with a very low probability of it ever being detected. Frustration drove them to take the police to court simply to force them to just do their job, to build an electronic system that instantly synchronizes dealer stock with the police register. 
Right now, there can be a six-month period where the data between dealer and the police is completely out of sync. And in that time period, anything can happen. Because the police process firearms on a transactional basis, they record any movement at any point in time, but it's not time stamped, which is why dealers end up having uh, a big mismatch between the real stock on their premises and what the police think a dealer would have. A timestamp is almost like a digital signature that cannot be changed. A manual process could be abused, and after three years, Christopher is still looking for his paperwork. Once those firearms arrive at the police station, they need to be properly entered into a general um, 13 register. And over and above that, you're supposed to issue a receipt according to the law. And then they need to be entered into a SAPS DFO register. That register then needs to be reported to provincial DFOs. In other words, the province is now informed that there are firearms at that police station and they are supposed to inspect it on a regular basis. Of course, none of this happened for three years. He is still looking for his firearms. Okay, let's answer this guy. Hi there. While we were filming at the place where Christopher Loss saw his guns, we were interrupted. Can I help you? We are filming an interview with Christopher. Here? Yeah. Why? Because we're doing a story with Christopher about his firearms. That was here illegally. You don't film me. Who's illegal? No, he says your firearms were here illegally. That's what he says. Okay, go ahead. I assume you know that gentleman? The spectator was Christopher's landlord, whose allegation Christopher denies. In the three years Christopher has been looking for his guns, about 15 police stations were robbed of their weapons around the country, while others simply lost arms in their possession. Norwood Police Station in Johannesburg gained notoriety for this. Firearms are not safe here. In 2014, an entire cache was discovered at a house nearby the police station. And in 2021, more guns went missing from its armory, the infamous Saps 13 store. When police raided the house down the road from the Norwood Police Station eight years ago, they discovered 300 firearms. Since then, no light has been shed on what happened, despite an investigation. The case seems to have just fizzled out. We don't know what happened to those firearms. And astonishingly, just last year, 178 firearms went missing from the station's 13 store too, upping the area's illicit gun tally significantly. So how are these guns made to disappear? People would have to have access to what are supposed to be highly secured SAPS 13 stores, either with people not bothering to ask any questions or with people complicit in those firearms moving out. We approached the police for comment, but after being sent from provincial spokesperson to national and then back again, the police were looking for a subject matter expert to answer our questions. We are still waiting. It's beyond comprehension that criminals can actually get hold of ammunition that's been issued to the police. If you want to buy liquor, you go to a liquor shop. If you want to buy ammunition, you go to a cop shop.
Despite the millions spent on creating a secure digital system for the police, the administration process for firearms is still done manually. Undoubtedly, a system ripe for abuse. And until something's done about this porous system, we'll continue staring down the barrel of incompetence and criminality. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to Carte Blanche, the podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. While you're at it, why not rate and review us? We love hearing from our listeners.